there, it's Friday, which means it's time once again for the best movie podcast ever. The only movie podcast to offer objective and hyperbole-free discussion of every movie in the known universe. I am your host, the podcaster with no name, Conrad, and with me as always, Abracadabra, he's going to reach out and grab you, it's Anthony James. It's only a bit of Hocus Pocus. Hello, Conrad, how are you? I am very well. We are mired deep within the spooky season uh i mean we're actually not we're actually recording this back to back with another episode but we're still in october and i like yeah. we're gonna what i'm gonna do is we're gonna put after the next bit where we where we have where we have a hilarious bit that you're gonna want to stay tuned for listener where we talk about <laughs> all the things that we think are going to happen in the next week what's yeah, going to happen yeah. is a, a veil is going to descend upon the podcast where we pretend mm-hmm. that it is next week when we're recording this and we'll all <laughs> we'll all be part of the illusion um how how are you doing in the fine week start it i'm gonna bring the veil i'm just gonna having said we're not gonna do it i'm now gonna yank that veil down for five seconds um how are you doing in the week that began the 11th of october anthony absolutely fantastically i i actually won the lottery yesterday uh, (laughs) and we're closing the channel (laughs) no no we're investing heavily into the channel Uh, we're just gonna buy better youtubers to do the the i'm gonna buy a volume i'm gonna buy a volume I don't know what, a volume. What's a volume? You know the the huge circular LED soundstage that uh, Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> That'll fix it. That'll do it yeah. for us. We the world, yeah. then we'll get John Favreau to direct our direct our, our our videos for us as well. Oh yeah, perfect. That's a dream. That's a dream. Oh, lovely. That's good to hear. Um, this week we <laughs> are not going to be recording things in one in a volume, which is not not something I've ever heard of before. We're going to be talking about a movie that Anthony suggested two weeks ago, three weeks mm-hmm. ago, something like that. And I was yeah. skeptical about because I had never seen it. It actually turns out I have seen the first half hour or so of this because I remembered the bit where this character loses his shoes. Um, and that is, of course, the Disney classic from 1993. It's Hocus Pocus. That's what we're talking about this week. Um, mm-hmm. It is very much a Halloween movie, and I am looking forward to discussing it with you because I have some thoughts, some Bette Midler-shaped thoughts. Uh, <laughs> so I say, without further ado, let's talk about some movies. Let's do it. Movies. We're here to talk about them. Did I do that last week? I can't remember. You, you did. You did. Yeah. I did do it. Okay, that's fine. Just I've got to be consistent. Um, so this would normally be where we talk about <laughs> the film news that has or interesting stuff that's happened since the last week that recorded one of the that we recorded one of these. This is how English words work. But we haven't actually had very much of a gap. I mean, we've had what, Anthony? What would you say? Five minutes <laughs> since we recorded the last one. We took a two, three minute mango passion fruit bake break. A, a story may have developed in that time, but I'm not aware of it. If it has, I'm not. My my finger isn't so heavily on the pulse of popular culture that I've picked up on that yet. Uh, so we're just going to have to make stuff up. Now I've got a few. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. got a few speculations that I'm going to run by you here. You let me know whether one. any of these sound sound believable. Do you say you've got one as well? I've got one. Okay. Got one. Well, well, lovely. I'll 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 do one. You do one. Then I'll and I'll I'll finish with with another mm-hmm. one. First okay. off. We speculated about the Bond casting last week uh, because mm-hmm. that's what everyone's going to do for the next two years until it's announced. Um, yeah. My my belief is that within the week, Daniel Craig is going to release a press release just saying "fuck it" and it confer- and then confirm that he will just play Bond until the heat death of the universe. Um, <laughs> so that's that's my that's my prediction. 
I mean, I, that, that's a pretty good prediction. I think it possibly will happen. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, he yeah, did so... not want to make No Time to Die, let's be honest. <laughs> like, after he made Spectre, <laughs> the things he said about the Bond series were unkind. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be honest with you, it doesn't feel like, I don't know, like, well, this has been maybe a bit too serious for this jokey bit, but I personally grew up with like Pierce Brosnan, right? I don't feel, I don't know, kids, any kids listening, get in touch. Does, does, does Daniel Craig feel like a generation's bond to you? I don't know. Maybe he does. I doesn't. He doesn't feel like it to me, you know? I, yeah, I mean, Bond is one of those things where your favourite is probably the one you see when you're like 10, right? It's it's just... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's indelibly Kids these days. Nostalgia. Exactly. They, they don't understand bond. what Bond's even about. In my day, Roger Moore was corkscrewing over bridges with a slide whistle playing in the background and Daniel Craig has ruined it. Um, Anthony, what is your prediction? Give, give, it, give me this story hot off the presses. Right, okay. So this prediction actually... To be honest with you, this probably will happen, oh, um, but not in the way I say. But it will happen. So basically, it does link to the Bond thing as well. So in the recent in recent days since Bond came out, of course, conservatives around the world have been using that as a chance to push their agenda mm. by complaining about the idea that Bond might be a black man. Um, Outrageous! So couldn't possibly. <laughs> Couldn't possibly be. But uh, obviously, that news cycle's dying down now, so they're going to have to find another thing. And yeah. we've recently found out that there's a Hocus Pocus sequel coming. Yeah, so I did I, too. I think, I think between now and next week, they're going to be uh, riled up about the possibility, even though it's not going to happen, that Bette Midler is going to be replaced with a black woman. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll and they'll be. Hold on, I'm trying to think of a way to work woke into this into this this t- title <laughs> yeah. or workshopping. Wokus Pocus. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Fucking hell. You're welcome, editorial writers of a week's time. We've done it we've done it for you. <laughs> That's a cool shot, that. That's brilliant. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Um okay, so my 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 that definitely will happen as well. We've spoken that into existence. Um <laughs> My 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 final uh, suggestion for a story that's going to happen next week is between now and then. This is actually on kind of the opposite side of. Oh, I guess it's actually on a similar side. Uh, that Disney decides not to be evil for a change and actually allows Mickey Mouse to enter the public domain, given they keep on extending copyright laws, uh, so they can keep a hold of that decrepit uh, public figure, and and they should just let him enter the public domain so he can die. Um, <laughs> public figure yeah can you imagine mickey mouse just started popping up everywhere and it was completely I, I, oh, I can't wait i can't like one day that there's someone's gonna have to have that conversation be like disney you can't just keep extending co- like copyright laws like we have these things set at a limit for a reason and uh then everyone's uh, uh, like everyone's gonna make a terrible mickey mouse film just as a just as a means yeah. of, of, of michael the mouse season. michael the mouse yeah <laughs> um okay brilliant well there you go so i mean those are those are probably gonna happen uh within uh within the next week um and, and the reason that we've been able to be so accurate in those predictions is through the magical powers that we've developed mm-hmm. in this spooky yep. season because anthony and i are are warlocks i guess um, and in and in being warlocks, uh, which is the male version of a witch, I learned when I was about five years old. We not a wizard. No, no wizards are a different school of magic. Witches and warlocks have made a bargain with uh, an extra, uh, not extra dimensional, oh. but like another entity. So normally the devil. That's who the witches have made get their power from. Whereas a wizard is a, is a is like a nerd study. He book book yeah, bookie. Book yeah, learning. yeah. They read their books and they and they learn it from there. So that's another reason why J.K. Rowling is a fucking terrible world builder. Why are the female wizards? Uh, are the female called witch- wizards called witches in Harry Potter? Yes. What? 
I never noticed that. That I mean, I never really, never read the books, I, and I only watched a handful of the films. But that's completely wrong, J.K. One of the many things that she's wrong about, to be <laughs> to, to to be honest. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that, guys. I like, I haven't read Harry Potter in a number of years. Let me know, but I'm pretty sure that's yeah, true. Yeah, let us know. Well, I mean, we're talking about. I actually had an interesting conversation about this movie with someone, but basically, where I was saying, "Oh, we're doing Hocus Pocus this week," um, because uh, I didn't really know it was a, a Halloween movie, um, and they were like, "What? How did you not know Halloween uh, Hocus Pocus was a Halloween movie?" And, I, and my <laughs> argument was that, like, well you know fucking harry potter has wizards and shit in it and those aren't harry uh, halloween movies but this very much is a halloween movie like very, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like it is it is explicitly a halloween movie in fact it's a very <laughs> meta halloween movie because it takes place on halloween as well um yeah and that is of course the movie we're here to talk about it's a disney classic yes it citation is. needed um and that is Hocus Pocus from 1993, directed by Kenny Ortega, uh, written by the guy who would go on to write Mystery Men, Neil Cuthbert, which is great uh, film. a great film. Yeah, a really, really great film. Um, and starring, I mean, you know, we all know who it's starring, I imagine, but, you know, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and Lathan Najimy. It's got a good cast. It's got a good cast. Like Those sisters are carrying it, aren't they? Yes, uh, they are carrying it. I just want to say, uh, Conrad, if you do want to move to Northern Ireland, you need to start calling this a Disney classic. This is in the cinemas. <laughs> this is in the cinemas every Halloween. Well, it's funny actually you say that because I, I, I'd seen, <clears throat> I think I saw the first half hour of this. So I saw up to the bit where he has his shoes stolen by bullies, which we'll get to shortly. Ice. Um, ice <laughs> and the other one, the leather jacket one. Um, Who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who cares? Bulk and Skull, we'll call them. Um <laughs> so i i got up to that i believe probably watched this on the disney channel and i've never watched it since and then watching this now and then going and reading a bit about the discourse about it it is actually like not not just joke not joking around it is actually like a beloved cult classic yeah i don't even know if it's a cult classic really it's just no it's not a a film that is played over and over again uh, on Mm -hmm. halloween uh uh, and what in and around halloween all over all over the 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 known world by the sounds of things yeah, I don't know why you were so unplugged from this, but yeah, it definitely yeah, it is. It is. It's just known. It's it's as much as some some uh, Christmas films are just synonymous with Christmas to the point where you don't even talk about whether they're good films or not. That's what this is for Halloween. Yeah. This is just a Halloween film, you know. And uh, you know, I'm going to say this now. I the opening of this movie. Oh well, no, not the opening. The first five minutes of this movie, I was like, "Oh fuck, is it going to be all this bad English accent?" Because there's there's like <laughs> there's like a young lad who's like, "Oh no, my sister's been taken." It's like fucking out. Who put Thackeray? Who put Keanu Reeves in Dracula in this with his his, his awful yeah Thackeray? What's his surname? Thackeray Binks. Funny Binks. you say Keanu Reeves actually, because you know you know the the back that guy at the start of the film. Yeah. Isn't actually the voice. He's not. That's not his voice, right? Oh, really? Because obviously, because obviously, he's going to be a cat for most of the film. Yeah. They wanted to have a voice actor play him, so he dubbed over the actor. Ah, uh, that, that, that right? yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. So, so the actor who plays Thackeray Binks, the cat, the voice actor, is actually the set. Is actually the same voice actor who plays Maxie in the Goofy movie. 
Oh my, that's what a, what a tie-in that is, and, and and to be honest, both play kind of abandoned sons. To be honest, because because yes. <laughs> Goofy well, yeah. is not a good father, and uh, and I don't know what Thackeray's dad was Th- up to. Thackeray doesn't have doesn't have a father apparently. No, he well he has a fa- he has a father because he asks where his father asks what what's been done with his son, but he wasn't around when oh, his little yes. girl was being dragged off into the woods. So um, I mean, yes, this movie opens right. with. Absolutely terrible acting. Some of the worst acting I've seen in all my years. Um, and I was like, this is this is going to be absolutely terrible. And then the witches turn up, and I was like, holy shit, that's Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler. Um, all right, we're off to the races. And 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 Lathy Najimi, who, to be honest, I she's she's not. I don't think, I don't think it's fair to say she's typecast because she's been Peggy Hill on King of the Hill for god knows how long 20 years or how long that show's been running but to me she will always be her character in sister act uh so so when and rat and rat race but yeah sister act more so but rat race yeah. is good in too but so whenever mm-hmm. i see her i'm just like that's just your character to me and it, she is kind of similar to it in this like it's kind of funny slapstick but they they yeah yeah lift it and then i've got to say this movie then then a little girl just dies and then they get hung. Yeah. <laughs> so, or hanged. Excuse me. I will say, I, w- I will say that the film that most people grew up watching didn't have that part in because back in the days of editing films for TV release, yeah, uh, the the hanging was not in the TV. release. Oh, that's. I mean, that's. That, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that that was that was my kind of like. Oh, I'm reading my newspaper. I'm disinterested in this. And then as soon as the little girl died, I was like. Oh, <laughs> like because of that. okay, this might be a little bit darker than I expected it to be. And then when they when they were hanged, I was like, okay, fine. Now we're off. Now we're off for the races. Now it's a Halloween movie. Um, yeah. And and then we get introduced to Max, yeah. who is now there's there's a special school of male actors. It's always men in these or boys, I should say. In these movies, in the, in the sort of nineteen, I'm going to say like 1990 to 1996, Disney were making live action movies like Blank Check and and Hocus Pocus, and there's a certain type of kind of 15 to 16 year old boy that they always cast in these movies who are, I don't believe have ever had any kind of acting training to speak of and they always look exactly the same they always have curtains they're always like quite short and have a bit of a gormless expression on their face and max played by omri katz absolutely fits this to a t um and yeah i i don't know what new england is like or massachusetts actually i think is where yeah yeah um, uh, i don't know what massachusetts is is like I love the implication that when he insults Halloween, it's like he's just said something racist in a classroom. Like everyone yeah. is immediately just like socially ostracize that man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, get him out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Cancel Max. And it's it's so funny. It's imagine going to Lapland and saying that about Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's like you might as well have just walked into their house and spat on their floor. Like you've just <laughs> yeah. disrespected everything that the good state of Massachusetts stands for. I mean, having said that, Conrad, l- later on there's a bit of hi- there's a bit of hypocrisy going on here because later on when they go to the party <laughs> and and they and the girl just leaves her Halloween party yeah. to to go out to the house. I'm just like, you've talked about how great this party is. You you literally were like, goodness punched this man in the classroom earlier and you've just left your party yeah like- also i mean 
I've been to a fair few Halloween parties in my time. That is some eyes wide shut, like Georgian ball nonsense. That is not a Halloween party right there. That's a sex cult in in the early in the early stages of its evening, as far as I'm concerned. I love the way you're saying that because because uh, my wife Emma, who loves Halloween, like oh she fucking loves it. Like she was like, oh this looks like such a fun party. You know, I mean, <laughs> she's, listen, it'd she's be fun like, for look, someone. Look. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I think I. Yeah, it, it, the people the people who are milling around the snacks table uh, would uh, would be having fun. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to join in the, the business going on next door. Yeah, Fra- Frank Reynolds like hanging around the fried chicken <laughs> stand, waiting to waiting to jump in unnoticed. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we progress, we progress onwards. So, like, he he gets. I'm trying to get my chronology right. So he insults Halloween. He asks yeah. out um, the character played gives by Vanessa Shaw, Allison, who gives him yeah. gives him a phone number. Um, he gets mugged, I believe, on the way home by the by Vulcan Skull. Who? Um, well, he gets. Yeah, they, they take his shoes. Take his shoes. Uh, and this Hollywood. Is, yeah, Hollywood. That's great. I, I love the fact they call him <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> I like the the guy with blonde. So these these two actors, they come back again in another couple of scenes, and they are doing the absolute most that they can with their screen time like they are they're doing physical comedy they're doing they're doing slapstick they've got it all they've got it all it's none of it's good but they're trying it all and i (laughs) I, I respect that um so max makes it home he is clearly clearly hates halloween he's clearly he he clearly has no time for it (laughs) but wouldn't you know it he's got it they do the old classic of establishing a character your main character comes home oh no they're being watched through the blinds of the of the of the cupboard who could it possibly be yeah. it's like it's <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah. it's obviously a younger sister i've seen a disney movie before and wouldn't you know it it's fucking thora birch who jumps out of, <laughs> jumps out of his wardrobe I, I mean she does a fantastic job all i'll say my son obviously we skip past the hanging and the murder part but once we were watching the real life uh, no modern day part uh, my my uh, my son did say on his, when we, I was watching this again the other day because I've already watched it twice this October. When he was watching it again the other day, uh, he hid into my hid into me like hugged me and hid me, mm. and I went, "What's the matter? What's the matter?" He goes, "It's the scary pretend witch, Daddy." <laughs> <laughs> Thora Birch is scary. To be fair, like I wouldn't mess with her in this in this form. She's probably the most formidable character I'm gonna say in this in this movie. Most formidable human. I can't think of anyone else who's like more competent than her. Uh no no, she like I I love I love this sort of film where like there's blatantly in the screenplay the most competent person is like an 8-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she's uh, so okay, we progress a little bit further. They're going trick or treating. Max gets bullied again by by uh by bullies who are like just proudly and openly threatening an 8-year-old girl, which yeah, I I don't know what things are like in Massachusetts, but in my neck of the woods, like you have bullies, but you generally male bullies don't generally bully little girls because that's not great for their rep. That's not. A well, great that's the whole rep. point of Salem. That's the whole point of Salem. That's why they burn witches because uh, women were appearing too competent. What? Do you want to hear an interesting fact about this? Actually, funnily mm. enough, I, it, it, this is only tangentially related to that. But you brought up, you've invoked Salem again, so I'll mention it. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Sarah Jessica Parker had an ancestor? called esther elwell who was accused of being a witch in the salem witch trials oh really so was that she how do you know that that was on tvtropes.com <laughs> i found that out <laughs> um, i was doing a bit of research and it led me there so sarah jessica parker might actually be a witch in this movie i don't think thora birch is although she is dressed like one um but uh 
there's some witchiness going on <laughs> in this movie. There is, yeah, there's definitely something spooky going on, we'll say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so why, okay, here's a question for you. Why does Max light that candle? I don't understand <laughs> his motivation for doing it. Because, like, it, it's sort of like, it, the worst case scenario is he brings these three <laughs> witches back to life and potentially causes, like, hell on earth or causes all the children to be sacrifice so the witches can live forever and the best case scenario is nothing happens and then everyone's like yeah well thanks for spoiling our fun you idiot like it's just how the best best case scenario is he is looking in the eye of the girl that he likes and and showing her that he's a virgin (laughs) that's best case scenario that that comes up so much in this movie like the fact that he is a virgin is repeated over and over again Oh my god, one of the best jokes in the whole film. They tell a cop, yeah, he's a virgin. And then like <laughs> two minutes later, he's like, stupid kids thought I was a cop. I couldn't believe that joke when, when we get like when we get to that. That's like that's illegal. You're not allowed to just dress up as a policeman on Halloween <laughs> yeah. with a bike and everything. I'm yeah, not sure what kids the what the fucking me fucking around. And like his 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 partner is like a call girl or something on the back of his bike. <laughs> unbelievable i couldn't i could not get get over that i was like that guy needs to be arrested that's the cop equivalent of stolen valor whatever that is um stolen valor yeah yeah, so i mean they bring the they bring those gosh damn witches back that's what they do max lights Mm -hmm. the black candle he's a virgin it's 300 years later we get a great a great sort of sequence of fish out of water comedy segments where they they like like rush out of the house to chase them and like see an ambulance and scream and run away (laughs) yeah i've got to say though these sisters they adjust to it pretty quick they adjust to it pretty quickly and they do there's i'm not going to talk about it just yet because we've got a couple of other bits to cover but there's a musical sequence in this which makes no sense if you think about it (laughs) They're magic, Jay. Uh, Conrad. They're magic. I don't care how magical they are. There's no way that they wake up after 300 years and just know the melody to Nina Simone's "I Put a Spell on You." <laughs> All right, that song did <laughs> nah, not exist. <laughs> it's went... ingrained. It's ingrained within their being. I think yeah. Nina Simone probably had an ancestor in Salem as well. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe uh, the song actually predates Nina Simone, and they're calling her yeah. a hack. <laughs> like you, st- <laughs> yeah, yeah. you stole this like 17th century song. Okay, so. I am going to be honest, I did not fully follow why the witches were pursuing Max specifically. My understanding of this was that they just needed to consume a child in order to alleviate themselves of the curse and come back to life. Um, well, they were following Max because he had their book. Uh, oh, that's the, right, the um, book. Yeah. But, but you are right, Like their overall aim was to just consume as many children as possible to get young. I, I just feel like they could have quite easily got a kid. In 1993, no one was aware of anything mm-hmm. back then. You just you just walk up to one and be like, do you want to watch G.I. Joe? <laughs> yeah, but they might have needed their book for the spell before yeah. that, you know. Um, but I will say, like, if Sarah Jessica Parker was going to get any younger here, like, what, what did she want to be, like, three years old or something? Yeah, she'd, she'd, she was all, she was, <laughs> she'd have, like, Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire, where she's just like, well, now I'm <laughs> perpetually 13 years old, which is the awful age to be. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think they, they fully thought it through, to be honest. Um, and also, I mean, credit to, credit to them for doing it, but Sarah Jessica Parker... The idea of her being sisters of Bette Midler, <laughs> like in nineteen ninety-three, they do they do point it out. They play out. They they do a little play on uh, on the on the the idea of them de-aging when Bette Midler's like, well, youngish at the beginning, which I was like, good for you, Bette. Like, good for you for being <laughs> yeah, able to yeah. be able to poke fun at yourself. Um. So, I mean, 
really, the, the, the plot then devolves into them running away with this book. They they do the classic. They go to try to tell the authorities. They tell the cop, who turns out to be, I don't know what yeah. that guy is, just stealing, stealing valor. They go and try and tell their parents. <laughs> and we've, t- uh, we've already spoken about it. The mu- so I'll, I'll say this the musical sequence in this completely caught me off guard I should have seen it coming because I only know <laughs> Bette Midler from the crusty comeback special episode of the Simpsons where she sings uh, Did you, uh, the wind beneath my wings duet with crusty which is beautiful a moving duet um, but she's obviously musically Send talented the clowns yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was <laughs> already sideshow <laughs> <laughs> Mel um this I, I did not see this musical segment coming, and I I had a bloody good time with it. I have to say, <laughs> yeah, cools your mind. It's so good. It's one of those like I don't know. It's just one of those perfect storms of a song in a film that for the rest of the film you've just got it in your head. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, I will say I respect uh, Max and uh, I forgot Thorbert's character's name. What is her name? She is uh, Danny. 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 Max and Danny's parents. Let's talk about their costumes for a second. The, their mum <laughs> doing the Madonna 1993 thing, very topical. She yeah. put a lot of effort Classic. into it. The dad. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was just mm-hmm. wearing a Dracula clo- cloak over a Hawaiian shirt. Yep. Uh, maybe there was a joke about that somewhere. I don't know. Avanto Sakyo, insert Hawaiian pun here. Yeah. I'm not qu- I'm not quite sure. I, I, I honestly saw that and was trying to think if that happened in Dracula Dead and Loving It, the Mel Brooks, Leslie Nielsen movie. I was like, is that <laughs> yeah. what you're referencing there? Because that's a very deep cut if that's what you're going for. But Maybe, maybe. maybe. It was just a, uh, possibly just a lazy costume. Yeah, I know, but I, I thought, ah, come on, it's classic Conrad. You can't criticise this film. But I will say... Um, <laughs> You d- you did skip over something important. What did I skip over? And that over? is the the rebirth of Billy Butcher. Oh my god! The, uh... I, I was going to get back to him because so when I when I saw him, I was like, okay, that's that's cool. And you get you do get some nice little bits of like kind of body horror with him, where like you know he gets his fingers cut off when they're running when they they they're, they're going through the sewers, um, having met Thackeray uh, or yeah, I was going to try and make a play on words of his name then Cat Three. Make it that what you will. He's a cat now. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, yeah, Billy Butcherson getting his head knocked off. The thing that I, I noted about Billy Butcherson, I, I, and I was quite pleased with myself for this, is I was, I was like looking at him move, and I was like, that, that, those movements look familiar. And mm. I went and looked up who it was, and yeah. I could not believe that he was working this early. It's only fucking Guillermo del Toro's favourite monster man, Doug Jones, playing Billy Butcherson. Like, if... Can you imagine having a career as an actor where people are like, as soon as there's a monster, they're like, get Doug Jones on the phone. <laughs> that's, that's well, it's like the first five years of motion capture. Get Andy Serkis Yeah, on that phone. is true. Yeah, it's... Andy Serkis was very much that man. <laughs> Have you seen yeah. Lord of the Rings? Like, He can be a monkey. He can be a T-Rex. He can be whatever we yeah. need. I just love the idea, like, no matter what, you have to put respect on the name of Hocus Pocus because it gave Doug Jones a career, basically. Yeah. Like, Doug Jones, like, I'd love to see, I'd love to look up and see if he was, uh, uh, like, in a suit before this point. But we do know that every second job he took from here on out, he was in a suit, let's say that. I, he's, I he's have an literally... alien fish man. I've, I have never... I'm sure there are a couple, and, and people can point out which ones they are, but to my memory, I have never seen Doug Jones in a movie where he's not a monster not a monster man and you know he's great at it he mm-hmm. he has such 
is i think it's because he's got quite sort of like live a live body and like live proportions and he's very he's very like balletic with his movements um which which allows him to communicate stuff um like emotion with his with his character without necessarily having his face to do the work for him which is an enormous skill but it is incredible Mm -hmm. that i I couldn't believe that doug jones was working as early as 1993 in major movies yeah and yet here he is and he is good in this like he uh yeah I wonder if it's him speaking later on, actually, when he when he cuts his cuts his his mouth mouth open. Because I, mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um, he does speak. Um, he is a good vo- vocal actor as well. Because in uh, Star Trek Discovery, he plays Commander Saru. Oh, okay. Uh, who who's like that? He becomes the captain of the ship, and also he's a proper main role in that show. Uh, as obviously he's got a suit on, but he's speaking a lot. And actually, there's even an episode where they go th- into a specific spacey magic thing. And he's he's an, he's a human, so it's actually Doug Jones's face for the whole episode. Oh wow! Well, there you go, Doug Jones mm-hmm. finally finally making it onto onto yeah, the, onto yeah. the silver screen <laughs> as himself. Um, yeah. But yeah, B- Billy Butcherson is fantastic. Great physicality to that mm-hmm. character. It revealed as a as a former lover of Sarah Jessica Parker's witch, I believe, who then cheated on her yeah. and was mm-hmm. cursed to um, never be able to like he had his mouth sewn up and was cursed, yeah. and uh, then they bring him back to to be their heavy. The kids all run around for a bit. Mm-hmm. There's some scrapes, um, and then eventually Scripts. they go all Pied Piper and charm charm every kid in. I can't even remember what town this is in. It's in Salem. That's why. I keep oh yeah, of course Salem. it's Salem, isn't it? Yeah, I keep forgetting. Um, mm-hmm. it, to, to me, like Salem isn't a real place. It, it, that doesn't. That's uh, I can't. Oh, remember. I have friends who've been there, and apparently it's fucking awesome. Like they do actually yeah. really lean, lean into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'd like to see it. It just doesn't feel real to me. It feels like something out mm-hmm. of like a, a, a fantasy novel. But um, yeah, so they like, <laughs> yeah. All, all the kids in Salem are spirited away to their house, and uh, and they have to put a stop to it through kid-related hijinks and just good old-fashioned get up and go. You know, they just won't give up. <laughs> <laughs> Thackeray gets his back broken uh for the second time in the movie which is legend yeah he goes out swinging um he can take a bump he can take a bump oh absolutely absolutely he can and and you know (laughs) i honestly didn't see the movie ending for thackeray the way it did i thought he was gonna i i thought they were gonna do the space truckers thing where they paired off the characters and they were like well max and um and uh, and his his love interest uh, Allison get together at the end so thora birch needs to get with thackeray at the end um Mm -hmm. They didn't do. Well, that. they had to get they had they had to get <coughs> Thackeray out of the cat's body because that puppet went on to be used in uh, Sabrina, the Sabrina the Witch. Teenage Witch. Oh my god! I was going to say like I was watching this and I was like that CGI. I think it's some CGI on the on the face. There is a little bit on the face. I think yeah. It absolutely shits all over Salem. Salem is awful when you go back and actually look at him. But it's the same. It's I think it's the same puppet though. It is the same. Is it actually? The same? I thought you were joking. I didn't realize. He was no, I, I have read that. I, I'm happy to be corrected on that, but I'm I'm pretty sure I've read that it is the same puppet used. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, and and this movie ends with Thackeray dead, wandering through the the pearly gates. The witch is defeated. Max and Allison together, and Thackeray saying to his sister that he's reunited with, I needed to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. Which, as far as I'm concerned, if your movie ends with that, you've done something right. You've done something right to arrive at that as a, as a, as a line of dialogue. Like, if I was Thackeray Binks, like, and, and I don't know why he was like, so panicked if i was him i'd be thinking yes this is exactly what i wanted to happen yeah, yeah. i wanted this candle to be lit otherwise i'd always be stuck in a cat's yeah. body 
finally like especially you know as time goes by and you know teenagers become more and more promiscuous the likelihood of finding a virgin is becoming less and less likely so, so it's you know that is true. He, he was probably he was probably be like oh it's never gonna happen for me i've just given up on this now like if it if it didn't happen in here's like a question for century. you here's a question for you do you think he ever tried to lie to himself he must have he must have at it, least it, it once. Didn't specify. Didn't specify uh, human, did it? He wasn't a virgin. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, three hundred years is a long time. We saw time. that here. We <laughs> saw that here. <laughs> like, well, I was talking about in cat form, actually, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he, tried, he lit it once as a cat. Didn't work. He's like, well, I may as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've done my due diligence. Now I'm gonna yeah. find some sexy lady cats to, to <laughs> while away the time with. Do you think his um, Do you think his worldview shifted in those three hundred years he spent as a cat? Like, did did did, did he like like emerge as a furry or <laughs> or uh... yeah yeah yeah? I, uh, now that he's in heaven with his uh, is like his his sister is like his, his sister's like come on let's let's hang around let's do things we've never done for a long time let's chat let's play that old uh, card game we used to play. He's like sorry got a convention to get to and yeah, he's like exactly. going and dressing up like a I'm cat. I'm gonna go play Sonic but, the uh, Hedgehog yeah. on my Mega Drive. You nerd! Like I, I'm not, like. <laughs> I've been around for three. I would have, I would have absolutely loved if at the end, whenever he changed back into a human, even though it was like not even in the in the realistic plane, it was just in this heaven plane. I would have loved that he wasn't able to stand up correctly. You know, oh, that would have been so like funny he's, if he's still he's, walking around he's on wobbling. All fours. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got used to it. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that they made the right choice in concealing the fact that Thackeray would have obviously been a horrible racist. <laughs> like they, they 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 kept that out. They did. They left that out, and I think that was a wise choice because it would have made it difficult to sympathise with him. Well, to be honest with you, all the characters were white. All the main characters. Yeah, so... I think there might have been like one one black person in the background at some point in this movie. But Disney in the nineties yeah. was pretty white. Yeah, so I can I can imagine like if this was made these days with all the white people, you could have people on the internet going. But hang on, it had to be that way. Otherwise, Thacky would have been being racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got to be absolutely realistic in these movies about witches and Asgardian gods that, that are, yeah. are otherwise completely accurate. Um, yeah, I mean... So, we missed the devil scene. We missed the devil oh, scene. Oh, the devil Come scene on, is they... great. The devil scene where he turns up and, and they just... Bl- I don't think these are real witches because they they would know the devil. <laughs> like they wouldn't just be like, "Here's a dude in a red suit." That's probably him, right? And then they, they just well, they know they've been away for three hundred years. They've been away for three hundred years. Well, I think the devil's changed. Change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's got a new beard. You know, it's been a while. Yeah. Like he's 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 tarted himself up a bit. That is, I mean, there are some great comedic scenes in this, and I will be honest, I. Mm-hmm. I went in expecting to hate it. I went in expecting it to be a blank check experience where I was like, this is this was bad when I saw it as a child and it's only worse now. But it's actually a really fun movie. It is a really fun movie. Yeah, there's, the, there's a lot to like about it. The 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 <clears throat> I can't actually remember their surname now, but the the, the witch sisters. Sanderson. Sanderson sisters, that's it. Um, they were fantastic. Uh, even Sarah Jessica Parker, who is normally a... Uh, if Sarah Jess- Jessica Parker is in something, I normally have to not watch it because I find her very annoying. But uh, but e- even she very was little lines in this. Let's say let's very little lines in this. Um, yeah. But she but she did what she had to do well. I thought. Yeah, but I I think that's I think that's fair enough. Um, and and we're actually we're in an unprecedented situation now because I now need to as the person who hasn't seen this, mm-hmm. I'm now going to have to offer my rating first because yeah normally yeah. normally we're going the other way or, or, or so it has so it has been for the last few weeks. I gave this 
a three star rating. I didn't. I couldn't give it higher. Qualitatively speaking, it's like I can see the flaws in this movie, but it's still good fun. Um, so you know, and that's okay. that's as a that's as a thirty four year old man watching Hocus Pocus for the first time. So if I'd have seen this as a kid yeah. and I had the nostalgia factor, I I probably would have would have really loved this. I think. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Great stuff. Um, I have t- talked before about how I don't want to make a mockery of this rating system, and everything yep. does need to be legitimate. Um, so it's with that. With that being said, there's only one thing to do. This is a five star film, hundred percent five star film. It's the only way to be legitimate. There Connor, it is. Because... There it is. I mean, that's the benchmark. Yeah. You said it. Like okay, that's the that's <laughs> yeah. the you've 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 plopped the brass ring on the top there, and you've you've challenged other films. Say, go on, you go grab it. <laughs> Listen, wait to wait. Yeah, let's let's just wait for another few months. I'm going to be a pure full on Dave Meltzer. That's a nine star film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just immediately compromise the ratings. <laughs> I mean, it is sacred. It is sacred until it's not, until we can't be bothered anymore. Um, Okay, well, I mean, I think that's going to lead... Unless there's anything else you wanted to say on Hocus Pocus, you you know it better than I do, to be honest. Um, I'm going to say... No, I just actually... I I love it. I think I I like the fact that you sort of understand now the the sort of... The, the allure around it the idea of yeah. it as a, as a halloween film and it's a family halloween film i know there is some murder and stuff and i know that i know that there's a hanging, it's all in good fun I, it's all in good fun come on guys we, if we can't show children witches hanging what can we show yeah, them? i mean that's the kind of so, people that should yeah. be hanging like we should we should <laughs> teach our children to hang witches yeah, and I know in real life, it, like the, the Salem witch trials were just like a misogynistic thing to stop women getting <laughs> yeah, out of the yeah. house. Yeah, that, but, in, but in the but in this, this was a real. These are real witches. Yeah, I mean, like, well, that's is, how it's depicted. Real I mean, really, yeah, they yeah. were just three educated women who happened to own some yeah. land, and they're like, "We'll have that land, thank you very much." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but this film has real witches, so you you can't care about that history, Conrad. No, that's true. It doesn't it doesn't have any time to deal with the reality <laughs> of of the Salem witch trials. And it's probably better for that uh, hopefully in in hocus pocus 2 it's revealed that this was all actually a cruel retelling through max's uh. inherently misogynistic worldview and that they were actually just landed women in the 16th century who were persecuted mm-hmm. by an unfair system and that thackeray was a massive racist and homophobe uh, and uh, <laughs> and that they shouldn't have trusted him well, you say homophobe like to be honest with you i'm not actually even sure he would have been a homophobe because actually, yeah, probably would have been in the in the sixteen hundreds. He probably would have been, but like you know, homophobia is a relatively new thing. Yeah, I mean that is true actually. But, but I mean mm-hmm. those puritanical types. <clears throat> in yeah, the, I, I've seen I so, I've yeah. seen the witch. I know I know what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what. Yeah, like. I forgot I forgot what type of person we were talking yeah, about. Here. They, but yeah, they so, were pretty yeah. religious over there. Um, but yes, I mean, good fun. It was good fun, and I look forward to seeing more movies like this, and indeed watching this again at some point in the near future. Um, and I think that is going to lead us quite naturally to answering one question, as we always do, and that is, Anthony, what is your favourite movie this week? Rochelle, Rochelle has to be. Uh, I don't understand the joke that you have just made there. I'm going to sit here in silence until you explain it. Right, okay. The joke is that it's not a real film. Uh, it's a made-up musical of a, of one woman's journey from Milan to Minsk uh, in uh, in uh, in Seinfeld. Bette Midler plays the titular role. Uh, is Bette Midler... Uh, see, I've just started watching Seinfeld. Uh, I, I'm on season two um i'll look out for that like it's like oh yeah can't wait it's a recurring that. joke it keeps coming back like there's like a stage show then it turns into a film then you know it's, it's a whole well, thing. That, there you go my lack of seinfeld knowledge has been brutally laid laid to 
to for all to for all to see here. Uh, my favorite movie. I'm just going to say it, Hocus Pocus this week. It was good fun, real good fun. I've watched yeah. a lot of horror mm-hmm. movies in the last uh, last few weeks. That's still my favorite one at the moment. Um, right. Well, thank you to Nancy White and Jared Scarrett for the use of our theme song. You can find links to their stuff down in the description below. And thank you to you for listening. Uh, please consider subscribing. We are the Culture Cave on YouTube. We're the best movie podcast ever on podcasting apps. Uh, give the show a like. It really does help. And get involved in the comments. And we will see you same time, same place next week. That was me blowing out the black flame candle. <laughs> for the submission of the Midnight Society. <laughs> blow, blow the fucking campfire out. I don't, is that even what they say? 